0: You are now listening to the hottest true crime podcast in the streets.
1: Hello folks. Hi. And, uh, welcome to another Tales from the Hood. Mini how are you doing? My partner in true crime has uh, joined beside me. What's going on, man?
2: Not much, man. I'm doing great.
1: I see you brought some of those. Uh, yeah, man. What caramel are those creamers. called again? Caramel creamers. Yeah. Basically the cow tail, but just cut up into little pieces.
2: I never had one of those, but I guess. Well, yeah, it's, it's essentially. It's, it's, oh, it's essentially. Well, this same. is not those. These are caramel creamers. It's the same. Like co-
1: no, I'm Delicious. I'm more than good. Um, Thank what you, what though. You, what do you mean? You like- it's just not my jam. Why? It's just this kind of old tasting. And if I'm going to... Ch- eat Something like that, I'm gonna eat a Werther's original, but I appreciate it. Oh, Werther's originals, it. yeah, I appreciate What's that. It. The hard caramel candy
2: in the gold wrapping, mm-hmm. Ew. gross. <laughs> how so, dare you! How dare you insult my candy? You you're talking about some so, damn, you're so some, wrong. Some, uh, great, great, great worthy. What did it go? Werther's original. Yeah,
1: it's crazy how wrong you are. It's it's crazy. <laughs> so we'll just move on because you're like. It start. People are gonna think you don't have taste buds. Oh, no, you're, you're that's, insulting me. You're that's insulting a, I'm not insulting candy. you. I'm just saying about, I, if about, I was gonna eat a candy originals. that's like old people eat, I would eat a Werther's original.
2: A great originals. A Werther's original. Werther's original. Great original. Yeah, they are great. Whatever. It's no, just making great. you say it. No, they're that's, It's
1: just it's Freudian the slip you have, and it. it's it, they are great.
2: When One lesson you had one of those. Honestly, I don't know. Let's it's, be honest. It's
1: been a while. I don't eat old people candy. What is a while? If I was going, what is a while? I don't know. Year. Yeah, you had one within the last year. Definitely. You're lying. I got a bag of them. Where? Rite Aid, uh, any kind of those kind of you stores. CBS. Old, oh, you had a bag of great originals. I didn't eat a, the whole bag Werther, in one great, sitting, but there's Originals, Werther's, man. <laughs> Werther's Originals in the last year. For sure. Right, you, untwist the, you untwist the gold? You just pop them in? I don't see how you open it, but I don't believe that. I don't know what's so hard to believe. And I know you didn't buy it. What? I, know man, I have didn't. money to buy candy. I <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> you
2: didn't
1: buy it. You know I didn't buy it. All right, man. If
2: you will, go, come on here, come on this show, and- and get all bougie. I'm not getting it's bougie. It's a, it's a, a
1: original. It's not a bougie candy. It's a candy old people eat. I'm just saying. it's my preferred old year. people candy, huh? I did have one in the last year. You have it. That's a for sure a fact. <laughs> <You> have it. <laughs> it's okay. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not lying. I'm you not know. lying. Anyway, this week is a little bit different. We have a couple of updates that I wanted to um uh, um play and read for people i'm enjoying this as well like when we call for you to hey give us some more clarity on that do that i enjoy that we got a couple of those this week we're gonna kick things off with an update from a, our good friend kamisha um she kicked kamish. this kamish shout out to the kamish she kicks things off by saying thanks for reading my story with a smiley face and then she went on to say if i remember correctly because what kamisha said was at her school during lunch breaks they would give they would just be people out there selling chinese food yeah and we had questions about that, yeah. as anybody should. Why is, why is that happening? And Kamisha wanted to follow up. She, she said, "If I remember correctly, they were low budget food trucks, probably repurposed ice cream trucks." So th- that already is sketchy. But I'm pretty because this is Kamisha's telling me this is like early two thousands. From what I'm understanding, that sounds so, foreign to me though. This is pre food truck. This a food truck isn't a thing yet, really. But to have it outside of schools? Yeah, no, for sure. But no, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if in an L.A. or like a uh, Austin or Portland, you might see a food truck outside of a school at lunchtime. I don't live there, so I uh, would. This is this. I'm saying like today. Yeah. Like it it might be like a trendy thing today. Like you follow their Instagram and they're like, this week we're outside of Riverdale High School. You know, I could see that being today. But in like 2004, no, a dirty food truck being outside of a school is sketchy especially when it looks like it used to be an ice cream truck. Yeah, now food trucks are like cool. Stickers yeah, food yeah. trucks are essentially restaurants now. Yeah, yeah. Like they have cool logos and paint jobs and stuff, but an old raggedy truck that has been repurposed to sell Chinese food out of it in 2004 sounds crazy. Yeah. But I will continue. She said the Chinese food was only one option, fried rice and wings. That's it. That's it. That's all Shoot you box. get. That's all. Uh, yeah, my type of chicken box anyway. I like fries with my chicken box, but that's I like, fine. I like, you no. like rice? Yeah, I like rice. Like fried rice and wings. Yeah. Okay. So well, so then you go crazy at this this uh, food truck then. I don't
2: know. Maybe
1: not. I wouldn't eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're like, I'm not ordering it. It's they're already like, made. Yeah, they're we like, we have we
2: bought it from our. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We have a giant
1: <laughs> vat of rice and a big box of already cooked fried chicken. Yeah. This is not for you. This is for any of you peasants that want to eat this. Yeah. That's what I don't like about it. If I, Fran, mm-hmm. want to eat fried chicken and, and, ri- and fried rice oh, and man. I ask for it, that's my business. Oh, I think but,
2: this is where I will go.
1: No, 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 I'm no. I'm, I'm, saying I'm saying I want my food made to order. Like, if Absolutely. I want fried I chicken and fried rice, I want to order it. Not just like, here it is, yeah. $10. Yeah,
2: but they have a store like... Fifteen minutes away, and we made it there. Yeah, Every and then we brought it out.
1: here. We transported it here, and we're keeping it warm. Yeah, we're, oh we okay. got it under some so sterno like over some. St- we got it over some sternos. Oh, they, Oh, I, I was thinking they put it in a little, the little aluminum bag. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they have like it able to keep it all evenly warm in a bag. The mm. heat's of escaping that. You need to have that over some sternos, <laughs> like at a family reunion or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so um, the, there was only one option: fried rice and wings. It was uh-huh. so good, but they could have poisoned us uh, or got us sick. Uh, life was really, <laughs> life was really wild. I can't believe they let us do that, and <laughs> and we heard we had the nerve to be upset when they said we couldn't do that anymore. Mm. LOL. Yeah, yeah, crazy kid, but kids though, kids with those iron stomachs, kids eating all kind of stuff, you know. Body was body was different. Though. Oh, insane! I used yeah. to get McChicken's. I did add cheese. Crazy. Like, can I get a McChicken with cheese on it?
2: That's crazy. Chicken
1: and cheese.
2: That's gross,
1: man. Yeah, I know. Very gross. I was 19, going to town. Let me get two of them. (laughs) Anyway, uh, now, as far as my teacher goes, because remember, friend, her teacher said um, Jermaine, who was her friend in high school, pretty boy, pretty boy, Jermaine, Mm -hmm. got arrested. Teacher took Kamisha to visit Jermaine in in prison.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: so there's a follow up on that as well. So she so she says now, as far as my teacher goes, he probably told them I was his daughter so that I was able to go visit jail Mm. with to see Jermaine. After you read the story, I called my mom to ask if she ever gave permission for me to go. She said she did not. She said she was upset, but he never really gave an answer as to why he took me there. I was in JROTC in high school, and the teacher was my army instructor. So I wonder if he was just if he was just used to giving orders and not requesting permission. LOL. So that's a little update from Kamisha uh, to clear two things up: why she was able to go to a prison brought there by her teacher. He just he just took her there. Didn't ask for her parents' to, uh, permission on that one. And as far as the Chinese food at lunchtime goes, you could eat one thing, fried chicken and fried rice, and they eventually shut it down, and I would assume that a kid got really sick and they probably yeah. swept it under the rug, and Kamisha just doesn't know about that. Probably. She's like, we could have got sick. I think somebody did get sick. There had to be
2: safety concerns.
1: Yeah, they were like, we saw something that we are not going to tell the kids about what they were eating because it's out of a truck. Like, we saw oil, motor oil go into the rice or something. We're not going to tell them that they've ingested that. So, Kamisha, you lesson (laughs) learned, you know, don't eat food from a fucking uh, food truck outside of a school, a dirty food truck. Don't do that. Lesson learned. Thank you, Kamisha, so much for uh, the updates. Uh, Fran, we got another update, though, uh, from a legend an icon. Get applause before I even say her name. She upped herself? No, or I don't know. I don't oh, know, actually. I don't, I don't even know. But uh, Damn. The, But this is an update, and it's an audio update from Laura W. All right. If you remember, Laura, just a couple of weeks ago, sent in an audio submission that uh, ranks up there with some of the best audio submissions you're ever going to hear in podcasting. Yeah. She told a great story. Mm. She was concise. Clear, yep. it was quiet, yes, and she was super friendly and praising and, and just all the best things. Oh, checked every box, checked every box, and then added a couple boxes, check mm-hmm. those too. Yeah, so Laura wanted to give us some updates, so we're gonna go ahead and uh, do that.
0: Hi, guys, it's Laura W again, and I have updates. So I posted on the affirmative murder page about how many times I had to record that audio file that I sent you guys because my dogs kept barking. We're gonna hope they don't bark while I'm recording this.
1: <laughs> I wonder if she means her feet. <laughs> Just
0: keep it. Going. Um, and I posted it, went, made some coffee, went away for maybe 10, 15 minutes, came back. And two of the Affirminators, you know who you are. I didn't want to put their names out here out of respect for them, but they know who they are. They went out there and they found everything. They found the episode. They found articles on the murders. Like, they found everything. And they basically showed me that I don't know how to Google. Like, I really don't know how to um, use Beyonce's internet um, out here in the real world. So, but I wanted to thank them because they really did solve a mystery for me, something I had been looking for off and on for. years so I appreciate them finding it for me um I ask when I give this information that everybody give me a little grace because I got some of the details very wrong um but the meat of the story is still the same so I wanted to give the people who aren't part of the affirmative murder page um and who may not have seen the thread the episode of American Justice to watch so that they can go and see it for themselves um so the name of the American Justice episode is called Double Life, Double Murder. Um, the businessman, just in case you want to Google this information as well, the businessman and murderer's name is Lewis Joyner. His wife is Ruby Lewis Joyner. And then my teacher, um, whose name I had completely wrong in my head for years, I thought her first name was Herminia, and it is not. Her first name was Halima, um, and her name was Halima Jones. And it lays out everything about what happened um, between all three of them. So go look at it. It's really an interesting episode. The other thing I wanted to say is when I rewatched it this weekend, it wasn't so salacious to me anymore. Um, I guess with age comes wisdom and it just made me kind of sad. And I'll tell you why. You guys praised me for being able to tell a good story. Um, I've always been able to tell a good story. My sister says I can spin a good yarn. If you've never heard that term, look it up. Um, yeah, she tells me all the time I can spin a good yarn, but I realized that the reason I can tell a good story is because Miss Jones taught me how to tell a good story. Like her seventh grade journalism class was the only creative writing class I've ever taken in my life. The skills she taught me carried me through junior high, high school, college. I even use it in you know, my business writings if I have to do presentations, um, things like that. She taught me all of that. She taught me how to Take a story, make the beginning, middle, end, wrap it up in a nice bow so that it can be presented to people and it's digestible and they want to hear it or they want to read it. Um, The best friend I met in the class, she actually majored in journalism. And so it kind of made me sad because how her life ended and what she was kind of known for wasn't really the biggest part of her life. At the core of her life, in my opinion, was she was a teacher. She did one of the noblest professions in the world, and she was a damn good teacher. One of the reasons I remembered who she was, and I remembered things about this class, is because we had fun in the class. I can remember assignments from this class. I remember a lot of stuff from this class. We're talking about a seventh grade journalism class that happened in 1985, like, that's how long ago it happened. But I can still remember some things clear as day. And that's because she was just a good teacher. And I know I can't be the only student that she influenced or that she helped or that she touched or who, you know, she was probably their favorite teacher or something like that. You know, I have the belief that teachers do God's work. My sister is a teacher, um, I hear her stories about what some of these kids have to endure. And I'm like, how do you reach a kid who is dealing with just some horrific things at home? And you have that has to be a calling. that That is a specialty that not everybody can do. So I feel like she deserves her flowers because no one is the worst thing that they've ever done. Mm. And so I feel like just because she made that decision and she was murdered for it, that wasn't her complete picture. Um, she was so much more. She was a good teacher and she deserves those flowers. So wherever she may be in this vast universe, spiritually, physically, whatever, how, whatever you believe, I hope she's hearing me say these words. You were a good teacher and you gave a lot to this world. So how you ended is not your complete story. Um, and that's all I wanted to say. Uh, I hope everybody has great holidays, whatever you may celebrate. And Alvin and Fran, let's drink all the eggnog. And if anything crazy happens to me again, y'all will be the first people I call. Talk to you later. Bye.
1: I mean, should we just like give her the podcast? I don't really know what to do at this point. I mean, uh, wow. Yeah. Shout out to Laura W um great update thank you for that super powerful agree with all your statements as far as teacher teachers go i have so many teachers in my life that you know were were instrumental in making me go a a pathway of like interest you know i had a i had a, a a a film studies class in the eleventh grade that I took and we had these plants. It was a low budget class. Like it was just a thrown together by this art teacher who used to work in Hollywood. And he came, he lived in Maryland and went to the worked at the high school I went to, he was a guidance counselor and he did this film course where there was only six kids in the class and it was the only class of the day. And he would teach us about blocking. And and, and just uh, like different film terms. And he would show us cool movies that and and show us examples of that, you know, and like just learn so much. And the final project was supposed to be that we were supposed to make a short film. Mm. But he didn't have enough of a budget to buy us all cameras and get us like we didn't have enough people in the class to break up into groups to make a short film. Uh. So instead, we all wrote scripts. So I wrote my first script. I had. And it gave me this passion for like m- movies beyond like just super bad or something like just something that's just funny. I-, I learned like how to watch a movie and see the things that the director's doing that are not spoken, that are just like, you know, just done with the lens and and with the dialogue and-, and with the blocking and all those things. And that teacher changed the course of my interest of an interest that I have in life, you know. So I fully understand what Laura's talking about, where these teachers. Just they they leave an imprint on you. And that's what makes teachers so special. And Miss Jones, um, I hope that out there in this cosmic highway that that message got up to her because I was really fucking beautiful and uh, touching. And what she said there is like uh, nobody's the worst thing they've ever done. Mm. Super powerful bar. So shout out to Laura for that. And uh, we're going to just do a quick little moment of silence for uh, Halima Jones. Rest in peace to her and, and, and um, the, the gentleman's wife. Who I've, her name is escaping me right now, but that guy killed two people. But we're going to take a moment of silence for both of them. And we're going to give a round of applause for Miss Jones for being a great teacher. Alright, now, before we get out of here I have an, an email to read This is not an update, this is a fresh email This is a fresh tale, a fresh tale from the hood uh, From a listener who Shall remain nameless Right um, They kick things off by saying Hi y'all, for obvious reasons Which you'll see below, I do not want you to use My real name, so please just call me Amber Okay. Okay. Lock that in, Amber, we will call you Amber From Henceforth So after spending most of my memorable childhood either homeless and couch surfing as a family or living in too small of an apartment, I was excited when my dad told me my uncle was helping us get a house and I'd permanently have my own room. When we first moved in, the house was perfect, but there was a three foot by five foot hole in the garage ceiling and the rumor was that the family who lived there before got caught growing weed back when it was a big big deal to be doing that. But my dad repaired it and you couldn't tell anything was ever there. I was so excited to have a yard to play in and made friends with the, neighbor, uh, with the neighbors and started babysitting for a family in the neighborhood. Unfortunately, my mom was losing her battle with cancer and never got to decorate it the way she would have wanted to because she ended up in hospice and they had to make room for the hospital equipment in her favorite part of the house. My mom ended up dying in the house, but she was in peace, heavily medicated and surrounded by everyone she loved. Shortly after, my dad came into a bunch of money, enough to end up on the news. The details don't really matter. Since he had the means and was heartbroken, he decided he didn't want to live in that house, but it didn't feel right selling it. One of the families I babysat for's lease was running out and told my dad. We all figured it would be a perfect situation to rent the house to them. The dad made a lot of money. The mom was... The most pro- the most proper Southern transplant I'd ever met, and her kids were very well behaved, despite one of them being special needs. I still continued to babysit for the family occasionally, even though her her dad was now fucking paid. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Amber, yeah. living that uh, Beverly Hills hillbilly's life. I, that's always that was a dream of mine as a kid. Like that, all of a sudden, my mom would come home and be like, "We're rich now!" <laughs> like just something happened. A, yeah. a, a family member we don't know died, left us eight million dollars. Yeah. It never happened. So she said, I still continue to babysit for the family. Occasionally, I'd even just go when she needed an extra hand around the house. At times, I considered the wife a second mom. School got busy, though, and I hadn't seen the family for a couple of months until she called me to babysit one day in the summer. I got there and quickly realized something wasn't right. When I went to the garage, I noticed the hole in the ceiling was back. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, you think this is about to take a twist? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, I won't skim down then. The what? whole huh? What skim down? Oh yeah, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep following this line. Please. Yes. So I noticed the hole in the ceiling was back. My and that should have been my sign to go. The inside of the house was trashed. Mm. There were holes in the walls.
2: Wait, wait. wait. How could somebody <laughs> rent out a, a spot? Uh huh. And then invite the people that own the house. Yeah,
1: come man. babysit. To see how fucked up we made the house that your mom died that's, in. That's your family home. That's Come see how we ruined it. <laughs> we'll pay you, though. We'll pay you $7 an hour to watch our kid, who probably contributed to fucking the house up. Yeah. So uh, the, uh, the hole in the, in the garage ceiling was back. There was holes everywhere, and the place was trash. There was garbage everywhere. And light fixtures torn out of the walls, which was completely out of character for this family. The mom was clearly having a psychotic episode because she was picking up garbage off the floor and telling her husband that it was it was bugging her and that this gum wrapper was a bug. I should have just left, but I was worried about the kids, so I decided to spend the night and wait for her husband to come home from to wait for her husband to come home because I had just finished a high school psychology class and knew she needed some kind of professional attention. She was talking all kinds of crazy, but I got her to cancel her plans, relax, and I cooked dinner for her and the kids. Hmm. The husband didn't come home until the next morning during breakfast, and instantly they got into a huge fight. I was worried stuff might get thrown, so I grabbed the kids and played Legos in the room while they fought. I never got to talk to the husband about getting her psychiatric help because he left. The mom started talking crazier. Suddenly, she was on one about my dad and calling him a slumlord. Before I knew it, she cooked up this plan to get money and run away. She tried to call his cell number but he was at work and not answering. By now, my dad had remarried. So she called my stepmom and told her that my dad needed to give her $500,000 or else they'd never see me again. Keep in mind, though, keep in mind Amber's in the other room babysitting. Yeah. You were asked to babysit, and she hears this lady on the phone saying, we've kidnapped your daughter. And she's like, I just cooked for you all night. Yeah. I'm here for, of my own free will to help you because you need to be 5150 You need to be under some kind of help. And you're now calling my dad and telling him that you're a terrorist? Yeah. And you've kidnapped me? I'm out of here. You know know what? I hope that it's that easy (laughs) and that this doesn't take a dark turn. But you know something? Amber emailed us. So I'm thinking she survived this, even if it gets dark. Yeah. I'm going to continue. So... Uh, this lady she called. Hall ass. Yes, run. Fuck those kids. I mean, you know, you
2: no, know. no, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. no. i facts Yeah, I agree with this you. This is your, your, no, I- This is
1: y'all's. This is your problem. I'm sorry, kids. I'll leave, and when I get <laughs> away, I'll call the police yeah. and let the police handle this. Yeah. But I'm not gonna die in here to playing Legos with these kids. After hearing the phone call, I decided I was done and needed to get out. I, I do have a question.
2: I wonder if she's like talking in her regular voice, like out loud, or she's like
1: whispering this.
2: Cause it's hard, it's hard for me to believe she's on the phone. I mean, oh,
1: like the the lady on the phone phone with the stepmom. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming she wants to be threatening, and she's erratic. Like this lady is clearly in a manic state, so she probably is yelling out. She just got in a fight with her husband. Yeah. She's definitely not whispering. She's not like I don't want her to hear me. I'll be embarrassed if she hears me with my. Pl-. She just was yelling at her husband, saying all kind of crazy stuff probably, and threatening the kids and whatever else she was doing. This is a person that's in a mania. She definitely was just yeah. I fucking cut her I'll head off, and you'll never see her again. You know. I think it was like that. It was. I'll tell you like this. It was loud enough that Amber heard and was like, "I need to go." Yeah. So imagine those t- hearing that news.
2: Though. It reminds like, me of like you're like what you know that uh what's that um that meme of Shaq? He was on like Hot Ones. Oh, he's like, oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah She's in the room playing Legos and she's like, so I'm like, kidnapped? You'll never see her again. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> right. Am I kidnapped? Because imagine not knowing you're kidnapped. You're like, right. I walked in here on my own yeah. and I, I'm here. I am chose to be here. Am I kidnapped? Wait, did you, am I kidnapped? <laughs> Can I not leave? That'd be news to me. Yeah. Yeah. So she decided I need to get out. I told her I needed to go. That's when she said, I'm not going anywhere. This woman was actually trying to hold me for ransom. Oh shit. Luckily, I remember from my high school psychology class that when someone is having a psychotic break around you, it's best to just play along. So over the next two hours, I convinced her, fuck my dad. We're going to go get that money. The new plan was she and I and the kids are going to run off to Mexico. I even hopped on the computer and we picked out some city in Mexico to go to and printed out MapQuest road trip plans, including, a gas, including gas station stops. We were even going to stop at Barnes & Noble's to go get a book to learn Spanish on the drive. After she was convinced I was on her side, she started getting the kids packed up, and I told her that I left something in her car. She finally let me leave out the front door. Pew. I booked it through yeah. the neighborhood and made, a, and, and made a mad dash as fast as I could to my other friend's house because, because they had a phone. By the time I got a hold of my dad, he'd already called the cops. And they got to the house and I was nowhere to be found, so everybody was confused. I guess the mom was trying to claim that she was hiding me somewhere, but now, but now that I was safe, everyone was relieved. Needless to say, the family got evicted, and I never saw them again. Now that's a wild story, but where this gets creepy is what happened next. My dad repaired the house and patched up the big ass hole in the garage. Again, he was looking for a tenant. My friend's mom needed a home. He was on the fence for obvious reasons, but he liked the fa- he but he liked that family and decided to go out on a limb. So family number two moves in. Oh shit, I know what's about. This. I came over after they got all settled in and everything felt so bizarre. My friend's mom had decorated everything the exact way my mom had wanted to. Now, my mom and her were friendly, but they didn't know each other that well. So it was bizarre when I saw that she had set up a a craft corner where my mom's hospice bed was. And that was the same spot my mom wanted to put hers I asked her about all the decoration choices and she always responded that she planned on putting it somewhere. But when she got the stuff out, she felt like she felt like it needed to be put in those places. I never, I never really went back over because it weirded me out, but I told my dad, he thought I was just pulling his leg. So he went over for an inspection and he was creeped out too. About a year later, my friend told me her mom was pregnant And had decided to name that baby Amber, quote unquote, Amber, and had even staged the nursery in my old bedroom. This could all be a coincidence, but I still think it's really weird. There was never any drama with that family. In fact, they ended up buying the house from my dad and still live there to this day. I can't be convinced my mom's ghost isn't in that house or or something. The family theory is that my mom's ghost is there and didn't like the first family, but decided that she liked my friend's mom and let them stay in the house. I still think of the first family from time to time and wonder how they're doing, but never had the courage to look them up because if I would had a psychotic episode like that, I'd probably be really embarrassed, but I hope they're doing better now. So uh, that was a submission from quote unquote Amber. Yeah. Great story. Thank you so much. That was very insightful. Uh, took some turns. And, um, again, this is not our advice, but Amber quote unquote is saying that she took some psychology classes and you know, the best way to handle somebody that's in a psychotic episode is kind of play along. You don't want to break the, you don't want to break the fantasy for them. It might be unsafe for everybody involved if you try to destroy the little world that they've built. Yeah, that's new to me. So play along with it a bit until you can find a way to make your escape. If you feel unsafe. Yeah. If you feel fine, you know, keep all the sharp objects away from them and just kind of, you know. Play it out until you get them medicated or get them where you need to get them. But if you feel like you need to make a run for it, play along with it until you find your window. Yeah. According to Amber, not us. Because my advice would have been like punch her in the face, run.
2: I would have just been jumped out the second story uh, window.
1: Glass first. Yeah. Pss,
2: elbows out. Yeah. Yeah. Just well, yeah. Hit, hit, make sure you, you when you hit the ground, you roll. roll. Yeah.
1: Tuck and roll. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that's great advice, too. But like you guys that. don't need to follow that because Why? We don't know what the fuck we're talking about, Fran, You what? Did, when did you drop out of college?
2: Uh, I did maybe did like a semester, maybe. Yeah, same.
1: Yeah, 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 definitely yeah. somewhere around there. <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, no. Again, affirmative murder at Gmail. That was
2: that was done with the story. Oh, please. So I did have. Now I, I I do wonder how that other family is doing. Sure. Now I don't know if I would love to know if maybe she would if she ran into her and like, oh, I'm doing fine. You know, I just. Got my medication, my medication un- balanced and out. And it was like, then I'll go, I don't know, moms may have something to do with that. Mom's, ghost mom? Her,
1: you know, Amber's mom. Yes.
2: May have something to do with that.
1: Like getting into her, ooh, like she. you think she drove her crazy. Yeah. Like a uh, Amityville horror type of situation. Mm, yes. Mm, interesting. Well, I don't think her mom's bad, her ghost mom. So but I mean,
2: like, but what I thought I, when I got out of the story was like, the, like she said, her mom didn't must not like the first family. Got so it. So she did something to get them out of the house. Cause that was her
1: house. Like drive her crazy? Like
2: drive her fucking crazy. Okay. Well, um the well. other one was, I thought the hole was going to come back. Yeah, I when they the, when like the has, second family, yeah, Oh, that would have been that would have been a hole good twist. Had something to do with it. it was like, yeah, I went back in the holes back in the in the garage. No, but
1: the, this this followed classic movie scenario where there was another thing at the end, but it turned out it was a nice thing. Yeah, like oh something else happened that's ghost related, but the mom got pregnant and they put the nursery in my old room and they named the baby my name. Yeah, so it's almost like a rebirth of my family in the house. It's, it's creepy. So it was ghostly but like in a nice way yeah. after all, after the horrible thing happened. Yeah. So the horrible thing happened. creepy
2: though. Nice yeah. way,
1: but creepy. Yeah. Like why did they name her Amber? Yeah. Like why did it have anything to do with you or did they just like the name? Or was it an homage to you? That's my question. It's like, did, is it a coincidence Did you ask like, did they go and we're going to name the baby Amber after you? Or was it just like, we just like the way that you, there could be two kids named Jake in the same friend group. Yeah. Like we just, it was just a popular name. You know, so obviously the name isn't actually Amber. So maybe you just have a really popular name and it didn't have anything to do with you, but, totally. and also I don't know how big the house is. Like how many rooms were the option for nursery for you to be like, I don't know. It was weird that they put Amber in my, and I'm Amber and they put her in my room. It's like, is it a two bedroom house? Like, I mean, come on Amber, where are they going to put the nursery at? Yeah. Was it a five bedroom house? Then it, then it gets a little weird. There's options and they chose this room, but if it was like, this room's taken, this room's taken, your room's left. Yeah. It's, we had to do I it. Get that, yeah. You know, if it's a five-bedroom house, and they chose it. Then, ah, that's weird that you guys happen to fall in that room. That might have been mom telling them this is where Amber's go. You know, so that's kind of sweet. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, great email submission from Amber. That was great. Thank you very much for that. And again, uh, that email is affirmative murder at gmail.com. Put that in, put in the subject, um, TFTH, we'd love to hear from you. What do you like, what are you liking to hear next, friend? What do you want to hear? What kind of stuff do you want to hear from these people?
2: Uh, we talked about this before, man. I just, I love stories with twists, man. Yeah,
1: sure. But like any other, like what other type of like things do, do you like, to, are you looking, do you want to hear like true crime adjacent stories? Like, I mean, we got, we got one last week that a girl was saying her downstairs neighbor of her godmother would, what ended up, he killed, like they accused him of killing like 90 people. Yeah. And then, but he used to come up to their apartment and, and try to come in. You know, do you like those or do you, that's too intense? I wouldn't
2: put that on top of my list. I mean, put that's that, intense. That, i would put that second. That's intense. That's so intense. Like those, because yeah. like, we already do.
1: That's, yeah, that's what we new. get on. That's what we get on the, on the regular <laughs> <It's> episodes. Like, <laughs> like, let's get a break. Let's get a little bit of a break Let from time to some, time. Exactly. So yeah.
2: Like, but, uh, Stories like, uh, stories like, like what the one we just read. Sure, like ghostly types. I
1: like. I like this that movie. too. I also enjoyed. I'm, I'm not saying you guys have to put your business out there, because please, you know, that's your choice. But that one we got about the friend in the friend zone, and yeah, you know, Or neighbors. Way. I'm sorry, neighbors. Oh, bad. Neighbors oh, that, yeah, of course, yes, that's the top yes, of my list for sure. Yes. Bad neighbor stories, horrible neighbor stories, my favorite. But uh, something about that email has been sticking with me about the friend, and we were friends, and they confessed their love to me when we were gonna buy a oh, compound, yeah. like all Man, of that. It was I'm that was so salacious and like personal and and sad. And it hit me in this really like way of, uh, it was, it was real. It was a very real thing. It was relatable, but also unique because I've never wanted to be on a compound. And, but you know, I've, I've had feelings for people that we're just friends and stuff. So it was relatable. I feel like a lot of people might've heard that and found bits and pieces of it that were relatable. This one is like, I can't relate to this. I've never been in the presence of like true psychopathy. Like a person that is like lost their grip on reality. Yeah. And you're just in front of them and, and they're saying, You can't leave. You're kidnapped. I don't even know what I'd do in a situation like that. Yeah. Especially if I knew them. Maybe one thing, like I remember one time I was I was either talking to you and no, I was talking to less on the phone. And I was talking to less on the phone. We we're joking around laughing and some lady was like, You laughing and your dick bleeding Oh yeah. That was like just a like a crazy person that needed to be on medication. But they were on the street. I didn't know them. But if you were like in my home and just yesterday we were like friends and joking around and stuff. And now today you're out of your mind. That would be, I think I'd freeze. I don't know what I would do. Jumping out of the window is always an option. Yeah. Yeah. So, one of us going to survive and it'll be me. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> I love you to death, but like, I mean, if you're, if you're making me make a decision on one of us is going to make, make it out of the situation, it's going to be me. I'm sorry to have to tell you that. It's going to be me. So, I want to break the news to you. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> all right, listen, I hate to do it to you this way, but it's going to be May, you know? in the in the in the mortal words of NSYNC. Yeah man. But uh yeah, affirmative murder at gmail.com. Get those emails in. We probably actually this is a good time to announce this. We will be doing the mini sodes through the rest of the year into the new year, but we will be taking a break from affirmative murder Uh, until the new year probably around christmas time after we do the virtual house party so that'll be the 23rd of december once that comes out i don't think that'll be a friday so there will not be an episode that monday obviously because that's like the monday after christmas that's christmas weekend Mm -hmm. and then there will not be an episode again until the first monday of january so there'll be a break there but we will continue to do the mini sodes because we're going to make sure we have some built up to keep putting them out so every thursday for you know for the rest of the year be here get those emails in help us because we can't do these episodes without emails yeah so get those emails into us so that we have stuff to read and we can have a good time for the rest of the year and then going to 2023 we've got big plans yeah super excited a lot of stuff down the pipeline that we can't talk about yet but i tell you like this guys we're very excited we're gonna be working with some dope people it's gonna be a lot of fun stuff new content i'm very excited about how 2023 is looking on paper and i hope to take this podcast to new heights. And we're thankful because we can't do that if people aren't listening to the podcast. So once again, anybody that's listening to this right now, thank you so much. And if you want to be a part of the podcast, affirmative murder at gmail.com subject T F T H and let it rip man. Fire away. All all you people have
2: friends. So yeah, you can use their stories.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, Hey, you got some, can I ask for permission? Can I tell you that? Can I tell that? fucked up story about the time you got bacterial vaginosis from some guy at a party and then you beat him up and whatever i don't know i just i'm, I'm, I'm down to hear whatever kind of crazy stories yeah. you know i want to hear them all F- drunk stories of uh, uh you know near-death experiences maybe you saw the light mm. i'd be down to hear some stories like that yes you know if you yes. if you saw that you know that famous light please come call in let us know how I mean, you it feel Huh? Maybe it wasn't a light. Maybe there wasn't a light. Maybe, but you know, I don't know. Maybe you, maybe you had a near death experience. Maybe you can go. My heart stopped on the table for a minute. Yeah, I didn't see anything. If that's the case, please call in and let us know. Email us and let us know. Uh, but until next time, Fram, what is it? Always be on the lookout. See you guys next week. Deuces.